Welcome to my nameless podcast that is devoted mostly to geeky things. I'm your host, Tom Wade, and the goal of this podcast is to talk about the things we love. Movies, comic books, books, TV shows, music. And hopefully in each episode we can share in a topic or two uh, the love of the things that bring us this joy. And welcome to this, our fifth episode for this season. And today I'm talking about Deceased. Deceased is a comic book series that has been coming out from DC for the past couple of years. It is written by Tom Taylor. It's the first series has art by Trevor Harrison and Stefano Guadiano and Rain Barreto, while the second series, Deceased Unkillables, was written by Tom Taylor and had art by Carl Mostert. And currently we're in the midst of the third series, Deceased Dead Planet, uh, written again by Taylor uh, with Hairsign returning, as well as work with Baliasini and Barreto also returning. Uh, the Series is one that I confess I slept on. Uh, I originally saw ads with basically zombified DC characters, you know, ooh, zombie Batman uh, art and zombie, you know, zombie Superman art, zombie Wonder Woman art, and, and, and so on and so on. And I just kind of was like, okay, this just doesn't interest me at all because it just made me think of marvel zombies which was kind of a goofy funny series at the start that i just got tired of very quickly as marvel tried to milk it and i just thought really uh we're we're, we're suddenly to the point where we're getting a recycled situation of doing dc zombies quote unquote and so i didn't give a whole lot of attention to the first two series, but then people started showing screen caps and you know of pages online, and I'm like, okay, that looks really interesting. What what's going on with these characters? I I really found myself drawn in to these little glimpses, and so I decided. A, I would give Deceased Dead Planet a try. But I realized I didn't want to jump in after until I knew what had happened at first. So DC did release uh, two really nice hardcovers of uh, Deceased and Deceased Unkillables. So I sat down one weekend and I burned my way through those. And... I didn't burn my way through those because I was forcing myself to read and get caught up. I burned myself through those because they were really compelling. The basic story of Deceased is that you have a fight between the Justice League and Darkseid 
But Darkseid has figured out something about the anti-life equation and its location on Earth, and he needs the uh, he needs Cyborg to complete it. So he, before he's chased off the Earth by the Justice League, he goes and grabs Cyborg. He and Desaad add the uh, anti-life equation that already is the half that they have on Apocalypse, and then call on the Black Racer, which is essentially death in the DC universe, uh, aside from death in San the Sandman mythology. He arrives, but when they take a piece from him and add it to Cyborg's anti-life equation, it backfires. Now, Desaad is immune, but has a real problem when, turns out, Darkseid is not. Darkseid is, in fact, very susceptible to this virus. And so Desaad uses a boom tube. Uh, if you don't know what a boom tube is, it's this, basically it's a transporter like Star Trek, except uh, it makes a loud boom and sends people through, you know, through 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 the universe. Uh, he gets dropped back on Earth, and his the cyborg's technology is really tied to the internet, and he instantly starts uploading the anti-life equation. And anyone who's exposed to it, their bodies are, are start rejecting and fighting, and so they they aren't technically zombies. They just start clawing at themselves and trying to kill other people. The virus takes them over and just seeks to destroy life wherever it can be found. And so the heroes have to start trying to prevent and save the world. But as things progress in the first deceased, it doesn't go well. The, uh, uh, the, the Bat family is largely destroyed and Superman and Wonder Woman all get and Batman all ultimately succumb to the virus, which is really, in my book, just I mean, these are heartbreaking scenes. You don't think it sounds like it would be, and yet there's this whole moment where Superman and Batman are having a conversation, and Batman knows he's gonna die. Um, meanwhile, Alfred ends up taking lie the lives of the uh. He has to shoot and kill the, the 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 bat family, and there's this whole. It it's just it feels tragic, and I I that that's one of the things that none of this is treated cheaply in in the series. The deceased isn't about how cool it would be for this to happen, because. It is set, it's basically, it's an Elseworlds. It's an alternate alternate war, DC universe. And you start seeing how heroes are having to rise up and you get some of these fights, you know, the, the you get these big fights against like the powerhouses, but you also see characters having to assume new mantles. Uh, Black Canary becomes uh, the new Green Lantern for Earth. And it's a really it's a really cool thing going on where she and Ollie 
team up. And then there's this tragic situation with Blue Beetle working with Rip Hunter and Booster Gold and a couple of time travelers to try and get back to before the infection. But it fails and you just have this real tragic moment where you just see uh, the future doesn't exist anymore that Booster Gold came from. And so all anyone tied to Booster Gold's future fades from existence. And it's really well done. I'm really, I, I just, there are so many moments where I just found myself so connected to this story. Now I had mentioned Marvel Zombies earlier and that being the big reason that I had not really even given the series a chance. Um, and I made a comment about that online and I tagged Tom Taylor because my whole content was, boy, was that a mistake on my part. Um, but Taylor was like, hey, I've, I've never read Marvel Zombies. And I, I did not mean it as an accusation that he had ripped off Marvel Zombies. Um, and I think that if anything, he did what Marvel Zombies could never have done here. He made that first series so powerfully uh, epic. And they decide that the only way to save the human race is they got to get them off of the earth. And so they create two big arcs and there's, and are taking them into space. And there's this huge epic battle between Superman. I really, I just really was so, found myself just drawn in. And it was hard because there's a moment where Taylor makes you think there's hope and then bam, he, he just, he rips that hope away. And the series feels like it ends on kind of a dark note uh, with the survivors on arcs trying to get away from the anti-life virus. And the one hope they had is, is gone. And then came Deceased Unkillables, which the interesting thing about Unkillables is it focuses on villains. Its tagline is when the world ends, the villains shall inherit it. Uh, who's been infected hit against the young heroes who end up taking the mantles of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman because they lose the, you know, they lose the big three. Um, but it, oh, it, it feels so, so impactful when you're, when you're reading this and seeing these characters that John, son of Superman, has to step up to the plate and not only fight his father, but become his father's replacement. And, and I thought, okay, well, that, you know, that's, that's a, that's a way to go. That, it, it, it ends kind of in a melancholy situation, but still the possibility of hope, but they're just, there's such a huge sense of loss of all these different characters. And on the anti-life ravaged earth, uh, you've got Deathstroke who brings, who's brought together 
with a group of villains that have this initial plan to basically kind of run the planet. We're, we're, this is our place now, Commissioner Gordon. And so they're dealing with having to protect, and it's a great story, really. It's, it's short, it was a short series, but I loved watching how these characters just had to adapt. They had to work to become uh, heroes to the kids and they train the kids to be able to fight back against the zombies. That ends up going south because it turns out they're not really prepared to deal with the anti-life virus. And so some of the villains escape and get uh, holed up in an orphanage with Deathstroke's daughter, the Red Hood, you know, Jason Todd. And so the kids get attached to all these different characters um, like the Creeper, Solomon Grundy, Bane, Cheetah, Deadshot and Lady Shiva. And it's really, there's a lot of fun moments just with the, because these are not people you associate with with kids. Uh, and it, it, again, manages to have humor and heart. And you see these characters seeking a way to survive. And it does end up introducing the hope element back into things in that they do find their way to Harley and Poison Ivy's sanctuary. Ivy had used her connection to the green to make plants rise up so that the infected cannot get in. And so they bring the kids in and everybody hangs out there. Well, they find out that Cyborg might actually have a cure. Well, in fact, they, Cyborg knows he has a cure, which is what brings us to Deceased Planet. Now, so we're, we're only about halfway through the series for Deceased Dead Planet, but this is me saying this is a great series. It's an excellent read. Uh, I just, I love what they're doing. But now I need to get to the heart of that. And it, it, the art is great, but really for me, the reason I, I realize I should not have like slept on this is Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor is a writer that I don't think has turned out a story that I've disliked. I've not read everything he's done. I, I'm behind on Suicide Squad. But what I've read, I really enjoy. You did have, of course, Gene Gray leading the team with, and I've not read his run on Injustice and a couple other things, but the stuff I have read has always been so satisfying. And my perfect example here is going to be X-Men Red. To me, that encapsulated all of what makes Taylor's writing so solid. X-Men Red focused on a unique X-Men team because the characters were largely quirky outside characters. And M and there were a couple other team members 
that I really, it was fascinating because the team was made up of mutants, one of whom could barely move because movement hurt him. Everything was suffering. And, and yet Jean Grey helped him find his way past that. And what I really loved about that series was the love and humor, the, the connections of those characters. This was a team that had a way different dynamic than anything else I really feel we'd ever seen in X-Men. Maybe the closest is the uh, Excalibur books from Claremont and Alan Davis, but this was, honest to God, one of my favorite X-Men stories of all time. It should have gone on longer than it did, but it it ended a, a it ended after about a year. It's a wonderful series. If you have never read it, I highly recommend it. It is one of the I'm not joking when I say I think it's one of the best X-Men stories that we've had in a decade or more. Other people have written good X-Men stories, but Taylor has this ability to get to the heart of each character. His stories have conflict, but he doesn't always resolve them in simple ways. And sometimes he solves them by removing the element of the fight. The X-Men Red series ultimately ends because they use empathy that they they don't fight and there's a deceased's latest issue has something similar where there's the attempt at a fight and it fails miserably and it's only through reaching out and you see that in other all his other works it's he's got a commitment to telling us stories that fight against simple resolutions and asking for help that they get the help they need. And, and the person involved is like, you know, maybe you should have led with that. They assumed they wouldn't get cooperation and that failed and they got the cooperation. I love, I love that Taylor doesn't sit there and just think everything needs to be in a big combat situation. It's not that he never does rely on big fight scenes. It's that he uses them thoughtfully. And I mean, his characters, his take on like the Wolverine community <laughs> that, that came about because of old man, Logan, Laura Kinney and, uh, and Honey Badger, uh, Gabby, just like screenshots from Injustice, from his Injustice run. And I, that's another series where I stayed away because I just wasn't interested in Superman Goes Bad. And then I see these wonderful moments between like Bruce Wayne and Jonathan Kent in a, in, 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 in a story and his some wonderful he writes a wonderful superman and lois relationship he does he did 
the guy has such talent for bringing such humanity to these, well, the, the ridiculousness of superheroes kind of fades in his writing. And he makes the, these characters that I care about and, and genuinely kind of love more so than I did before. I can't sing my praises for Tom Taylor enough. I also feel like what's weird is I think he's the most consistent with really good stories, and yet he's also so underrated. I mean, people talk about Tom Taylor, but they don't seem to give him quite the same uh, sometimes gravitas that they have give to other writers. I think Taylor writes with an eye on decency and goodness for heroes. They're funny, they're sweet, they're uh, sarcastic. I really, I, I love those characters and I think that Taylor just has a gift. I've seen in a way that never feels too goofy. It feels right. And I honestly think that in time, I think years down the road, maybe once Tom has, you know, decided he's done enough in a, in a few decades, maybe he just wants to retire. I think people will realize how, what a talent he is. If, I think people will remember him much more strongly if the world hasn't collapsed into an abyss by that point. Um, but <laughs> I think, I, I, I just feel like Tom Taylor writes with warmth, humor, and, and a dignity to his characters that he takes plots that in other hands would just be awful. I, I Deceased could have gone very, very badly in someone else's hands. The only reason I am feeling like I want to read Injustice is because Tom Taylor wrote it. And I've seen just enough snippets to think Tom Taylor probably knocked it out of the park. So, you know, like if anybody wants to uh, get me set up with all the trades from Tom's run so I can get caught up and maybe sing the praises of Injustice uh, by Tom Taylor and the uh, art team. I'm here. I'll, I'll happily accept that. <laughs> um, I do want to take a moment to say that I feel like Tom gets to work with a lot of great artists. And I really enjoy the art on Deceased. It's it is more that, you know, it is more of that like hyper detail um, art, but I think it works. And I, I think the character designs are cool. I think the uh, I think the art largely sells the emotion. I'm gonna close out today by saying, I highly recommend Deceased. Go out, order those two hardcovers. If you haven't read it, Order those two hardcovers, uh, Deceased and Deceased Unkillables, and start buying the back issues of Deceased Dead Planet. Because 
it is a great series. I, I'm loving it. Go back and find other Tom Taylor works. Tom is a wonderful writer. And I, I think that uh, it, there's just no way around. And, you know, I'm waiting for the moment where he kind of lets me down with the story. And he hasn't done that yet. I feel like he, I, I feel personally challenged to read as much of his work as possible. But go out and find X-Men Red. It's, it's a phenomenal X-Men story. If you're one of those people that kind of goes in and out, every now and then reads X-Men, X-Men Red is excellent. Uh, so And so today's episode was kind of a combo. I know that I said the format probably will be like me talking about two different things, but today the two different things were the comic series Deceased and Tom Taylor. Uh, I love Tom Taylor's work and... I'm excited to see where he goes from here. I'm excited to see where he takes Dead Planet. Issue four ended on a rather scary cliffhanger. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Again, I am Tom Wade, and I can be found on Instagram and Twitter under at Tom Wade. That is at T H. O-M, as in map, W-A-D, as in delta, E. And until next time, take a moment for yourself to relax with something that brings you joy. A story, a song, some art. Maybe take several moments.